0: Game time with Boomer Esiason. This week's guest is NHL scoring champion and Art Ross Trophy winner, Leon Dreisaitl.
1: Today's guest is the all-star left winger for the Edmonton Oilers. In 2020, the Cologne, Germany native pulled off a hat trick. With a unique foreign twist, not only did he sweep the NHL's Art Ross Trophy, Hart Memorial Trophy, and 10 Lindsay Award, in addition, he was named Germany's Sportsman of the Year. It's my pleasure to welcome Leon Dreisaitl. Leon, welcome in to game time.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: You are off to an unbelievable start in your young career. Uh, what, what has made you so good so fast in the NHL?
2: Um... Well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, sure, there's nights where I'm not that great, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I, 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 just continue to, to try to get better. Um, you know, each and every summer, every day. Um, it's just a, a progress, obviously, just like any other athlete would, would probably tell you. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to, trying to have fun, enjoy it, continue to, to get better every day, learn from other players. Uh, that's always kind of been, um, I think for me personally, the best the best way to learn for me is to watch. Um, so, I uh, for that for that reason, I, would, I do watch a lot of hockey. I know
1: it's tough uh, playing for the Edmonton Oilers because I feel like you're always in the shadow of the great one. And you know, people have referred to you as the German Gretzky. And I, you know, I got to tell you, it's not fair to compare anybody to a superstar player, especially when you're a superstar yourself. When you do hear those comparisons, though, that's got to make you feel good, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously a, a huge honor to even be named in the in, in the same category as these these uh, legends, I guess. Um, but like you said, I think I obviously want to make my own um, name for myself. I want to build my own career uh, over time, and it is a big honor, of course, to to you know be in the same conversation as as guys like Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, those guys. So. Um, yeah, take, take big pride in it. But I obviously, like I said, I know that I got a, uh, got a lot of, a lot of work ahead of me.
1: You know, you had an incredible shot. Uh, I just wonder if you think of yourself as more of a shooter or a passer.
2: Uh, I, I I like both. Um, I like, I like passing the puck. Uh, it used to be probably more of my strength. I've kind of worked on my shot a little bit and, and um, you know, it it helped my game to be a little more, uh, you know, less less predictable, probably. So, um, try try to work on on both on both things, um, you know, every day. You know,
1: it's interesting. I I introduced you winning all those awards uh, from last season. What would it mean to win the Frank Selke Trophy as the best defensive forward in hockey?
2: Yeah, that that one would would truly mean a lot to me. Um, you know, obviously uh the defensive side has always been a work in progress. Um but I think over the last couple of years I've taken big steps in that regard and um you know obviously I, I take big pride in that. So uh winning winning that trophy would uh you know maybe maybe mean more than than all the other ones to be honest.
1: I think that trophy kind of shows that you're a full on two hundred foot hockey player and it's probably one you would be most proud of. All right, we're just getting warmed up with the great Leon Dreisaitl. Stay with us as game time continues right after this. Whenever I have uh, an international star on the show, I always ask to test their language skills. So I'm going to ask you a few phrases, and I want you to say them back to me in German.
0: Welcome back to Game Time with Boomer Esiason.
1: Welcome back to Game Time. Cologne, Germany is known for its cathedral, boat rides along the Rhine, a chocolate museum, and the fact that, yes, cologne, the fragrance was invented there, but the smell of success permeating the 2,000-year-old city today emanates from the one and only Leon Dreisaitl, whose father, Peter, was a mainstain of German hockey. And I'm just wondering if you've ever talked to your dad about, uh, you know, his famous penalty shot in the Albert Albertville uh, Olympics of 1992 and how he
2: describes it. <laughs> that question had to come. Um... yes yeah um no i I talked to him a lot about it or we used to talk about it a lot. Um, obviously there's there's a lot of a lot of chirping going on back and forth. Uh, I let him know about it. Uh, I make sure he doesn't forget uh, about what, what happened, but uh, it's always it's always fun. It's always a good time talking about that.
1: You know your dad was uh obviously well known in Germany uh maybe the first major German hockey star I've just wondered did he push you into hockey or is it just something that naturally you felt like you wanted to do
2: um my my parents were never pushy towards me in, in anything really um you know I think it was kind of just just running in the family the hockey side so I kind of just felt felt right into that um since since I'm a little kid but Um, my dad's always obviously been my, my number one, uh, person in, in terms of hockey. Um, he's had a, had a fairly successful career himself. So, um, he's helped me a lot, but it was never, never really, uh, you, you have to play hockey kind of thing. I tried other sports. Um, I quit hockey for a year. In fact, when I was eight years old and just played soccer for a full year. Um, so I kind of, kind of tried it all.
1: You go to the Western Hockey League. uh, And I'm just thinking this has got to be a culture shock for you. But, you know, (laughs) listening to you and your English is very clear. feels, you know, I I would imagine while it was a little bit of a culture shock, it was probably something that you were looking forward to.
2: It was a a crazy culture shock for me. Um, I went from... Uh, a, a fairly big city, about over a million people in Cologne. Uh, living there, my entire life, kind of busy um, to to a tiny little town in in uh, in Saskatchewan. Um, it was it was very different for sure.
1: You were the third overall pick in the 2014 NHL draft, and obviously high hopes for you and high expectations. Uh, I know that you got sent down to the WHL and the AHL a couple times. How tough was that to deal with uh, being a youngster, especially being a foreigner?
2: Yeah, at the time it was it was really hard. Um, you know, as as a young kid, your dream is, is to play in the NHL. Um, you know, that's 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 what you play hockey for. And um, you know, to to kind of have to take that step back um, at the time was really tough. Um, but in the long run, looking back at it, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. But again, at the time, that's that's really really hard to understand, right? You're you're kind of living your dream in the NHL, and then from one day to the next, it's it's kind of over for for now at least. So so that was hard to understand. But um, looking back at it, it was probably the best thing that could ever happen to me in my in, in terms of my career.
1: You know, speaking of one of the best things that may have happened to you in your career in 2018, your Edmonton Oilers went back to play a game in Cologne, of all places. What was that like for you seeing this, the crowd giving you a standing ovation? I'm sure there was a, uh, a level of pride there that you've never, you've never felt before.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, that was, uh, for sure. One of the coolest experiences in my career so far, no doubt. Uh, especially with my dad being the coach at the time of, of, uh, the team that we played in Cologne. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of family, a lot of friends in the crowd, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It's great, great moment.
1: Could you imagine bringing the Stanley Cup back there and what that would be
2: like? <laughs> yeah, it would be crazy. It would be. Uh, <laughs> I think people would go nuts, but um, hopefully, hopefully one day, hopefully soon. All right, as long as you don't take
1: out my Rangers. All right, we'll return to ask Leon Drysaito about Connor McDavid right after these
0: messages. Brought to you by the Ford Bronco Sport, built Ford Tough. It's time for a change. Instead of working from home, work from your luxury suite at Midtown Manhattan's Crown Jewel, the Kimberly Hotel. Now offering special monthly rates with the most impeccable safety and hygiene protocols to keep you safe. You're watching Game Time with Boomer Esiason.
1: tanking or just good fortune, the Edmonton Oilers' long streak of futility was rewarded when the Oilers were able to select both Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid in back-to-back drafts. The rest is NHL history and still very much in the making for that matter. And immediately the buzz, Leon, was that it was going to be the second coming of Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier. Um, is that fair to you and Connor?
2: You know, people make, make those comments or, or maybe some people might see it that way. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm sure there's certain similarities. Um, but I think again, like I said earlier, um, you know, we, we want to build our own, uh, career. We want to build our own success with the organization. And, um, it's a huge honor to, to be in the same conversation as, as Wayne and Mark. Um, but, um, you know, they, they, they've had their time. They've had their success. And now I think it's our time to, um, to show that you know we can we can be successful too and and bring a Stanley Cup back to Edmonton.
1: Let me ask you: When you're on the line with Connor McDavid, do you play differently? When you're out there together, is it just something about the two of you that is different than everybody else on the ice? Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I think the game changes a little bit when you play with him. Um, obviously, he does things at a speed that um, very few or, or probably nobody can can do things at. So. Uh, your timing in, in, in terms of hitting him in, in certain moments in, in full stride is uh, a lot a lot smaller than, than playing with with regular guys or, or with, with with other players um, myself included if you play with me the window is probably bigger because I'm not the fastest guy out there um, but with him it's uh, the game changes for sure um obviously I love I love playing with him I, I enjoy playing with him. we we think the game the same. Uh, we we think on the same level. So um, there's some nights where it makes the game a lot easier.
1: What is the deal with the superstitions with you and Connor? Like, you like always have to stay at the, on the ice at the end. You always got to shoot the puck in the other team's net. Is that something that like has been built up over the years between the two of you?
2: Yeah, yeah. We have a little little routine there. Um, every every warm up that we do, um, every game day. Um, I'm sure every player uh in the league has has their own little superstitions or superstitions or um routines i guess whatever you want to call it um but yeah it, it, it's fun it's fun doing it over and over again
1: i get it I, I totally get it as a former athlete all right we'll be back in a moment for more with leon Drysaddle.
0: It's game time with Boomer Esiason.
1: Welcome back, everyone, as we continue with Edmonton's prolific scorer, Leon Dreisidel. While he and teammate Connor McDavid have garnered numerous individual awards, their Oilers have had minimal success in the Stanley Cup playoffs thus far. You know, they had a recent 10-year span, Leon, not making it to the playoffs. And for the last two years of that drought, you were on that team. And, uh, you know, how bad is it for the crazed Edmonton hockey fan? And I know there's a lot of pressure on the players, and you're in the middle of a season right now.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's 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 a market that, um, you know, they, they love hockey. They're very passionate about it. Um, they want to have success. Um, I think they've been um, – very, very lucky, very fortunate to have had teams that that were very successful. So they they obviously want us to to be successful too, and um, we want that more more than anybody as well. So uh, I think we're on the right track. Um, obviously, uh, last couple of years were were disappointing endings in, in the playoffs, but um, we're looking to to take that next step uh, this season.
1: You know, I try to tell people all the time that playoff hockey is just different than the regular season. The intensity is ratcheted up. The penalties aren't near as called as much. Um, can you explain like, how how what that feels like and how intense the atmosphere is in the playoffs for the NHL?
2: Yeah, it's it's intense. Yeah, I think the, the crowd, um, the, the the energy in the building just kind of goes up up a few notches. Um and and that's that's so fun to be a part of, right? The energy in the building is is, is in the playoffs especially is, is amazing. Um uh, and, and, and that kind of transfers onto the ice, right? Every play matters a little more, every um every every second of the clock matters. So um the playoffs are, are what we play for. The playoffs are the are the most fun time of the year. So uh yeah, hopefully we can we can go for a long run this season.
1: You know, one of the things that I love about the playoffs is that there's no shootout. There's none of this nonsense. I mean, you got to play it to the end. And you guys had a triple overtime game four loss to Winnipeg last year. I mean, what is that like playing in a game where you know the next goal was going to win it and how intense that was?
2: Yeah, it's intense. It was obviously a little different because we had no fans. So um, it, it was still very intense. Uh, but because of COVID, uh, we, we played. Uh, the playoff series with, with no fans. So, um, I think if, if you go into triple overtime with, with 20,000 people there, I think it, it ramps up even more. Uh, but, um, yeah, like I said, even, even that game was intense. Obviously, it didn't go our way, which, uh, you know, is, is too bad. But, um, yeah, again, hopefully, I think this, this season we can, uh, we can take it a step further.
1: Yeah, well, you're in a tough division, and a couple teams around you are pretty good. The Calgary Flames being one of them. All right, we'll be back with some overtime penalty shots with the great Leon Dreisottle right after this. He shoots, he scores.
2: Er schießt und Tor. Kick save and a beauty. Uh. Oof. That's hard.
0: Drive into Manhattan for an unforgettable staycation at Midtown Manhattan's luxurious Kimberly Hotel. Treat yourself to New York City without the crowds, protected by our highest safety and hygiene protocols to keep your family safe. Welcome back to Game Time with Boomer Esiason.
1: We're back with Leon Dreisaitl, who in 2018 pledged to donate $1.2 million over eight years to help kids and support local charities in Alberta. What made you make such a large donation and commitment, Leon?
2: Um, Yeah, for me, it was just important to, to give back to the city. Um, you know, I... Uh, Looking looking back at it, uh, you know, I signed a long long term contract and um the Oilers have showed a lot of uh trust and faith in me and, and, and in my abilities. So um it was really, really important for me to connect with the city a little bit and, and give something back to them. And um, you know, I'm 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 spending a big big part of my uh of my life in in this city, right? So I want to have a connection to the city. Um so yeah, it was it was just a great timing and, and, and great great moment to to kind of help out a little bit. You know,
1: I, I got to tell you, um, I follow your dog on Instagram, Bowie. <laughs> it's Bowie's world, and um, I have when I yeah, see you and Bowie together, Yeah, yeah. When I see you and followers. Bowie together, I don't see a tough guy. I see this like mush of a guy that I don't think I'm going to be all that intimidated to play against.
2: <laughs> uh, are you talking about me
1: yes i'm talking yes, about
2: you yes. Yes. Uh, yeah i get i get soft around him i get really soft around him he does something with me i don't know what it is but um no he's uh he's my best friend uh honestly he's uh um so much fun coming home to him every day so thank you for for uh giving him a shout out we need, we need to uh we need to up his uh, his Instagram following a little bit. So thank you for that.
1: Well, I will definitely do that. All right. So whenever I have uh, an international star on in the show, I always ask to test their language skills. So I'm going to oh. ask you a few phrases, and I want you to say them back to me in German. Is that all right?
2: Sure. I'll try. All
1: right. All right. So here we go. He shoots. He scores.
2: Er schießt und Tor.
1: Kick save and a beauty.
2: Uh oof oh, that's hard. Um how would you say that in German? Maybe you just say kick so saving good. a beauty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'll just say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, how about this one? Hey ref, why aren't you calling penalties on those guys?
2: <laughs> hey Schiedsrichter, warum gets keine Strafen for the anderen Mannschaften?
1: Alright, there we go. You keep that up and I'll drive the Zamboni over you.
2: Wenn du so weitermachst, dann fahre ich die Samboni über dich drüber.
1: Yo, Edmonton, this is our year for sure.
2: Yo, Edmonton, es ist unser Jahr. Okay,
1: and then finally, there should be a mini bar in the penalty box.
2: Ähm.
1: There should be a mini bar in the penalty
2: box. (lacht) Ähm a kleiner uh, Mini-Kühlschrank in the uh, in a Penalty Box wäre toll. All right, I like it. And final question for you:
1: What's it going to take to make uh, hockey more popular in Germany? Because I know that you've I've already seen a number of young German stars come uh, to the NHL. Where, where are we headed uh, with Germany and, and, and hockey?
2: Yeah, I, I I think we're we're on the right track. Um, you know, there's more and more um, you know young guys kind of making making a name for themselves in the league, and, and that's obviously big for us. Um, but I think for German hockey, it's always about you know having having that consistency of bringing players in, right? Not have have two players come out in back to back years that that are good players, and then have nothing for seven years. I think we need to find a way to. Um, Find a player or two every other year so it's a little more consistent.
1: Awesome, uh, Leon. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks so much, man. And good luck the rest of the way.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: All righty. Our thanks to Leon Drysaddle for joining us today and to all of you for watching on Boomer Esiason, And I'll see you again soon, right here on Game Time with the Washington Post columnist and best selling author George Will. I don't know if you remember this, but earlier this year, Connor scored an incredible goal against the rangers going around four of our defensemen right through them and everything else it was crazy comeback uh, that you guys were in the midst of uh that tied the game late in the uh, third period do you recall who scored the game winner in that goal <laughs> uh
2: yeah i think that that must have been me <laughs> i think yeah, was- that was me yeah
1: Uh, You know what? I almost cut this interview off after that goal. I was so angry that night. You (laughs) You, guys had that comeback. You're
2: mad? You're mad at me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was mad at you. Very mad at you.